0: Yeah, so threads are basically, it's like the hipster Twitter now, I guess, yep. because it's the new thing. I, I don't even know if you can use hashtags. I, I don't—I—I I tried. I, I don't know if it has any effect.
1: All I know but, is I saw you reached out to the, to the stars, and I was like, I, I think my very second thing I ever, is it threaded or sewed? I don't know what you say.
0: I don't even know. I already had to turn the notifications off because I get too annoyed.
1: Oh, I have notifications turned off for everything. Um, that's why I'm I'm never in the group chat. Um
0: <laughs> unless I tag you that I'm eating taco Bell.
1: Tagged and then and then there's a, a red thing on my screen, on my home screen. I go, oh, someone mentioned me. Um no, I reach I was like, oh, maybe now I can get a one-wheel sponsorship for the podcast. And <laughs> one wheel followed me. I'm like, I, I, I don't care if you follow me. How about a one wheel? So yeah, what was that taco? What is that?
0: So that's the volcano taco. The volcano oh. menu is something that I've been looking forward to coming back for. I kid you not for 20 years. It came out in like the early 2000s, maybe the late 1900s as the kids say. And uh it was just it's just a, it's a lava sauce they call it. It's like a spicy sauce that they put on their tacos and burritos.
1: So is that it, whole shell, the red shell, is that spicy?
0: It's supposed to be like a like a spicy Doritos locos tacos cuz you know how they had like the cool ranch one, and then like a Dorito flavored crispy taco, and it, it's just, it's, it's life changing, man. I'm telling you, I, I've never been so excited for a fast food thing, and and, and trust me, I get excited about food. And that when I, I don't even care about Paris Hilton, and then she came up on my screen, and she was like, "That's hot," and I was like, "What are you talking about? I haven't heard you say that in, in a decade." And then they were like volcano oh, menus back.
1: Like that hot the volcano menu. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I just and caught on. <laughs> it
0: just made it made it made my entire god 2023. Nothing uh, can happen, nothing bad can happen, Brownie. 2023 is our year. Volcano menus back for a limited time only.
1: Uh, I gotta try it next week. It's gonna be it's f- so good. brutal. I'm not it's, looking forward. Just the pictures alone make my stomach clench.
0: Oh it's some some of the best food is some of the worst looking stuff just let That's it good, just let right, it good. happen it, but i would also if you have any uh, issues with heartburn uh take some medicine for that because it'll it'll spice you up
1: uh, all right i'm going to play the music here we go all right all right Welcome to the morning skate episode 293. Ignore the screen and pay attention to the scroll for those YouTube people. Uh, Ked has uh, some family stuff going on. Uh, so he tapped uh, Fink uh, off the black aces to hop on the starting lineup. So it's your co it's your host Brownie with my co host Fink tonight. Fink, how are you, buddy?
0: I'm fantastic, Brownie. The, uh, we had a little bit of a scare at the house yesterday. AC was kind of shoddy, uh, and and I know everyone uh, kind of gives Texans a hard time for dealing how we deal with cold weather, but I, I can't deal with hot weather down here. I mean, it's I think we had a week straight of over a hundred. Heat index was upwards of like one sixteen. So when when that air starts creeping up above you know seventy five in the house, and you can kind of tell it's uh, it's scary. But we all everything's good. We problem solved air's flowing we're, yeah, we're air living
1: conditioning is one of those low-key like one of the most important inventions of our time
0: by far and i get like a lot of people throughout the north and like pacific northwest specifically don't have it um and i understand why but i also think it is kind of silly when they're like oh it's above 75 it's actually it's blistering hot in my house and outside i'm like well you guys had ac you yeah. know
1: you're yeah, fine. I mean, we have the ACs going. It's funny though with working outside, I don't like to come in for lunch because it just makes it that much worse when you go back out. Oh, absolutely. So a lot of times we just kind of eat in the shade. Uh but I will say my uh 3 years that I lived down the Keys, I had air conditioning for only about a year and a half cuz I was cuz island breeze. I didn't I didn't it was fine. I just put like a box fan on the window and then uh the bar I was working at closed and they were like yeah we can't take any of this shit with us and i'm like is that an air conditioner and they were like yeah and i'm like thank (laughs) you and i put that in my room and i'm like what the fuck why did i wait so long paradise yeah all right well we have a quite a bit because uh 31 out of 32 teams actually did something columbus i'm looking at you you fucking losers um they uh free edge and frenzy we got a lot we we are I know some podcasts that uh put it all by um division and conference we went alphabetical because i just feel like it's easier and i put together the document so yeah
0: that's that's how we were taught when we were kids
1: that's it man so let's jump in with some mea culpas and uh i gotta remember to play all the music so uh it might be a
0: mea culpa in itself
1: (laughs) i think i think this is it here we go hi This is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce
0: the Morning Skates Mia Culpas with Ked and Brownie.
1: With Ked and Fink? I mean, with Brownie and Fink. God damn it. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mia Culpa number one.
1: (laughs) So these are just really updates. Um, The killer whale that we talked about a while back that started the attacks on boats, her name is White Gladys. Uh, She is the matriarch of the pod, was pregnant when... These attacks started because she was hit by a boat while pregnant. And she's now taking her two year old calf along on these attacks. And if you've ever seen the documentary Blackfish, and if you consider yourself a lover of animals, you should watch that documentary Blackfish. Aggressive parents of or, aggressive, orcas that are aggressive parents breed aggressive offsprings. And this other pod is, I think, her sister. And that's what's going on over in the coast of Spain. So, yeah, like, also like,
0: prepare yourself if you're going to watch Blackfish and you have not seen it because you will be depressed.
1: Yeah, it is sad. It is sad. And it makes you root for the orcas out in the wild.
0: Absolutely. Which uh, is weird because the Canucks are terrible.
1: Yeah, but those are cool jerseys. The, the indigenous one, you know, Absolutely. Where the Maori tribe one. Yep. Um. So, Zuck, the uh, update on Zuck versus Musk uh, there is a venue. TMZ has reported that Italy's Minister of Culture has uh, extended an offer to the two billionaires to have their match at the Coliseum. Per both camps, the site has been part of talks, and they are speaking to Dana White on a daily basis, quote-unquote.
0: So weird. Just such a weird, weird bit.
1: Fight for control of, like, Musk puts up Twitter and Tesla, and Zuckerberg puts up Facebook, Instagram, and... uh, Threads? uh, I think it
0: should be just a Twitter. Twitter, like we were talking about, Twitter versus threads. Whoever, whoever wins the, the, the match, the other one's platform gets demolished, disappears.
1: Uh, I, I would like to see one of them go away, one of the people involved.
0: I would like to see Elon Musk go away before we dive super deep into this free agent frenzy talk, because I don't know if you were on Twitter at all during the free agent frenzy when it mm. started. Twitter completely shit the bed. What was oh, it? Completely. You only allowed to
1: look at 600 tweets? Is that what it was?
0: Something. Well, I think they did that because they were having trouble with so many people being active at one time. And, and this is probably wrong, so I might be a a couple next week. But I think because of the 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 massive amount of traffic that was going into Twitter, it completely shut it down. On Arguably, for us as hockey fans, one of the most important days to have well. Twitter... NBA also
1: right wasn't it NBA also the same uh,
0: day? I, I I know NBA had something going on. I don't know if it was of the same gra- like gravitas as our free agent frenzy in, in the NHL because you know I, I think with the NBA there's not as much like surprises because oh, you fair. you know yeah. you know this you know player A B and C you're going to ask for a max contract between ninety and a hundred and fifty million crazy, dollars. The money it's get. ridiculous. It's ridiculous yeah I, I never understand it
1: about there was something about the amount of traffic and the advertisers and they couldn't monetize it in mm. time and it was like basically like someone went, oh, fuck, we fucked that up yeah and advertisers were pushing back and you know that's the name of the game, right yep. and uh so then his fix was you were shut out if you don't have a blue check mark in order to generate revenue and then more people didn't buy the blue check mark so it kind of backfired so yeah, yeah. I, I heard someone describe elon musk as a very smart man who goes out of his way to portray himself as a moron and it's always stuck with me that i this guy is just he can't get out of his own way
0: he he but, is the smartest dumbass in the world
1: there you go that's a much more concise way of <laughs> So, all right, here we go. NHL News, free agent frenzy. And I just dawned on me how much I'm gonna be fucking talking this podcast.
0: If you want to go back and forth, we'll go back and forth. You go ahead and start, and then well, well yeah, I'll, I'll take over. You know, right. I'm I'm am I'm a line mate.
1: All right, so why don't we do this? I'll take it the first page down to Colorado and then you jump in. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Look at that teamwork. Yeah, Ked, take some notes. <laughs> All right, starting us off, out west, Anaheim. sign Radco Gudis to a three-year, $4 million AAV, and Alex Kalorn for four years at $6.25 million. to get some veteran leadership with the youngsters out mm-hmm. there. I, I, I don't know. I like the Gudis deal. I think that's an overpay for Kalorn, personally.
0: I agree. I am also a little bit upset about the the Goudis signing. I was hoping, uh, for those that are listen, uh, listening, uh, for to me for the first time, I'm a Stars guy down here in Dallas, so I, I wanted Gutis. uh But yeah, good signing for them. Uh, but I agree, Kalorn. That's a little much. Um, I don't want to say he's on the backside of his career, but it's a it's a bold move.
1: Yeah, I mean they have money to spend. They don't have any cap issues, uh, right? And he is. I mean, he's a you know Cup champ, so he's going to walk in with those rings you know, maybe get Zegris and Troy Terry and all them to buy in on, you know, we got to, you know, what you got to do to be a professional. But I think the biggest play for them was Goudis as a uh, protection, if nothing else,
0: because they get absolutely, over. Yeah, but, they do. Uh,
1: all right. Arizona signed Jason Zucker for one year at 5.3. Troy Stetcher for one year at 1.1. And Nick uh, Bustad for two years at 2.1. Uh, then the Yotes actually uh, signed Alexander Kerfoot for two years at a three point five million AAV. Actually, these are all good, I think.
0: They're good signings, but at the end of the day, it's like, yep. does it really matter?
1: Yeah. Uh I heard today that uh we'll, and we'll get to it as free agents that aren't signed, but um apparently uh Matt Dumba's got some kind of link to Arizona. So they're hoping he ends up there. Yep. I don't I've know what the well. link is, but and listen, every day that Austin Matthews doesn't sign, you know. Keep it going. Yeah, uh, the hometown team here, the Boston Bruins, signed Milan Lucic for one year at one million. James Van Riemsdyk for one year, one million, and Kevin Shattenkirk for one year, one million. Uh, the Bruins then went out and added Morgan Geeky for two years at two million AAV, and Patrick Ra- Patrick Brown for two years at eight hundred K AAV. They also re-upped RFA's uh, Jacob Lauko, uh two years at seven seventy five and kyle kaiser uh goalie for one year at 775. um a lot of people are upset in bruins land and i'll go into it more uh in the bruins uh section uh they're up against the cap and i'll go into it more later but these were i think these these filled some holes at one point they didn't have anyone signed lucic is ecstatic to be back and uh Yeah, all you fucking idiots that have been like, bring back Luchik. Well, you got him. There
0: you go. You got Quasimodo back.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And you got uh, JVR about five years too late. Yeah. Um, Buffalo, the Sabres signed Tyson Yost for one year at two. Connor Clifton for three years at 3.3 AAV and Eric Johnson for one year at 3.225. Again, another team. I think these were all hits.
0: I I think they're a playoff team. Yeah, this season uh, well, I really do. I think they were they were on the cusp last year. Yep. they're young, they're fast, they're aggressive, but not stupid about being aggressive. Yep. I think these are good signings for them.
1: It's going to come down to their goaltending, and Devin Levi is going to be a legit number one. It's a tough jump, you know, to go from a, a NCAA schedule to an NHL schedule. Right, uh, he obviously can handle the pressure. We saw that last year in the uh, in the uh, end of the season run. Uh, big moments, he steps up. He always has. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I like this. I like these moves. Uh, I wish the Bruins could have clef- kept Cliffy. Uh, he's tough. He he hits, but he was exposed a little bit in the playoffs here too. So right, yeah. I think these are good. Like we always say all the time. Like buf- the NHL is better when Buffalo is relevant. I agree. Uh, oh, poor Jenks. Calgary. Yeah, here we go. Uh, signed Dryden Hunt. Uh, for two years at 775, uh two-way contract, and Jordan Austerle for one year at 925. Uh what are, we, what are we
0: doing here? Well, what Dryden are we Dunn doing? Is
1: the only two-way contract that's mentioned in this document just because he's up and down so much the last few years. Everybody else I kind of left off on the two ways. I don't know what Calgary's game plan is. I really don't.
0: I don't think they have one. I think so many of their team has just decided to jump ship because they don't want to be a part of a rebuild that they did not think was going to happen.
1: They're the,
0: They're just they're just ready to move on and, and get back. And and let's let's face facts. You know, you're you're in 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 Canada. You're competing against all of the other Canadian markets: Toronto, yeah. Montreal, who's on the rise a little bit, Ottawa, who's also on the rise. All of them. Uh, with, Edmonton, right
1: there. You know, with the
0: exception of Vancouver. I wouldn't want to play there. I'd want to get out. I would want to go down to the U S to a, a market that's going to compete and that you have confidence that will compete. Cause I don't think anyone in that locker room right now with the new head coach and everything has any confidence that that team's going to compete.
1: I just wonder if it's like a, well, if the players bail and if they're doing whatever they can and they're like, just give us a new stadium. And you know, like there's a leverage play here, you know,
0: mm-hmm. I, agree.
1: I don't know. I just feel bad for Jerome. Uh, Carolina, oh boy, Carolina's going to be a fucking problem. Carolina signed Dimitri for two years at 7.75. Uh, re up Freddie Anderson for two years at 3.4. anti Ranta for one year at 1.5. Signed their RFA, Dylan Coughlin, for one year at 8.50. Uh, and then the Canes also went out and got Jesper Fast for two years at 2.1 and Michael Bunting for three years at at four point five, and they are also one of the remaining three teams linked to Eric Carlson.
0: You know they they make a lot of moves, they make a lot of noise throughout the regular season and sometimes into the playoffs. Um, they're always one of the top five to ten teams in Stanley Cup odds. I, I just, they're I don't know what's missing.
1: Well for everyone that says what's missing with them is the superstar scorer, right? And that right. was supposed to be Max Pacioretty, who got hurt and now is gone. Right. So I mean, is Jesper Fast gonna turn into that?
0: I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh you know, if they can if they can kind of mimic the 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 play style of Seattle uh and I think we kind of talked about this at one point. It's just a team of second liners. Yeah top to bottom if they can kind of mimic that to a degree uh from the offensive front where you just have four lines of all second line guys then I think that that kind of pushes them to that upper echelon maybe final four going into the playoffs next year
1: yeah I could I could see that uh I just can't stand them and you know I Orloff, can't either Orloff's a good player I think they overpaid um for him. Uh, well I he was arguably
0: the... arguably the best defensive free agent if I'm if I'm correct or what was in some people's brackets the best guy in his position well, on free, right, free agency. So,
1: so Orloff for 7.7 or Gudis for 4. I take Gudis uh, for 4.
0: Yeah. I mean for the price you can't Cuz they're both can't.
1: bottom bottom four pair, you yeah. know? And they're not top top pair. I don't know. I, I listen. I hope uh, it works out, and Carolina doesn't make the playoffs because I can't. Same, it. same. Uh, Chicago did all their free agency at the draft, but then they right. also went out uh, and signed Corey Perry for one year, four million, and Ryan Donato for two years at two million. Both good signings, I think.
0: Yeah, I was interested uh, it, to see Perry actually sign with them. Uh, his rights were traded over uh, from Tampa yep. uh, to to Chicago, so I was extremely surprised that he actually did sign because. You know, even even with Bedard, uh, I don't I don't think they're going to make a lot of noise outside of their top lines. Um, They did get better; they got better with Bedard. You know, we haven't seen anything, so nothing's proven. But they did get better as a team with Bedard, and and it's just an interesting signing for Corey Perry. Maybe he just wanted to go back and play again for an original six team. I I don't know. Well, I wonder Uh, too
1: if Corey Perry looks at it and goes, "I might get second line minutes." That's true. Yeah. You know, he's going to be on power play one. He's going to be in front of the net. You know, he's going to get much more ice time. And I think that was the same thing with Nick Felino when he signed. He was like, well, I'm going to play. Felino may be on the third line. You know, Corey yeah. Perry may be on the second line with some spotting in on the top line. And I personally love Corey Perry's game, I always have. Uh, it, 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 I mean, I took a break from rooting him for him when he was on the lightning, but, uh, I've always liked his game and the way he agitates and he will stick his nose in there and stick up for Bedard as well, yep. you know, maybe, th-
0: maybe that's what, maybe that's what, uh, Chicago said. They were like, we're going to give you $4 million for a year of your work. We just need you to make sure that Bedard doesn't get bullied.
1: Yeah, oh. and we're gonna give you you know eighteen minutes a game, eighteen to twenty yeah. minutes a game. So go get them. And yep. Ryan Donato didn't work out here in Boston, but he was playing very well in Seattle. I thought.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think you know again one of those second line guys that just yep. fit in nicely with their uh, with their scheme. So we'll see we'll see what Chicago has in store with Donato. I, I'm 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 just there's a lot of question marks with that franchise even with Bedard. So
1: yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Colorado re-signed Bowen Byram for two years at uh, three point eight five. Jack Johnson for one year at 775 and Andrew Cogliano for one year at 825. Uh the Avalanche also added Miles Wood for six years at 2.5 AAV. It's
0: a pretty team friendly deal.
1: Yeah. Miles Wood wanted to
0: go there, is
1: what that yeah, says to me.
0: Absolutely. And he's
1: a fucking prick. Good lord, is he a prick?
0: And and he and uh and, and McKinnon played together in yeah. juniors, correct? And they, they, yeah. they went on a tear. So yeah. I'm sure McKinnon, you know, with his lack of carbs and and yelling at people for eating pasta, probably <laughs> yeah. went up to the management and said, Hey, if this guy's available, put him on this team and, and we'll we'll wreak some havoc.
1: I think there were a lot of teams that had Miles Wood as that. They were like, Let's get him. And I think he I mean, if it depends on the teams, right? But Colorado would be a good team to go to. You know, if you were yeah, picking, absolutely,
0: absolutely, uh, and, and I, I think Vegas, Thompson, Vegas still has, really yeah, them, you know, Vegas still has Colorado as as a top yeah. top choice for the Stanley Cup going into the next season. So, yeah, there's something in the water in Colorado, probably weed. <laughs> but
1: so uh Columbus didn't do anything. We'll get to their coaching uh, a little later, and there there's some of their other moves. But <clears throat> excuse me for free agent frenzy. They didn't do anything, and we didn't plan this, but think. Take over, buddy, with your okay.
0: team. Okay, well, uh, my hometown, Dallas Stars traded for, uh, Colin Miller to the New Jersey Devils for a 2025 fifth-round pick and signed Craig Smith for one year at a million dollars. Craig Smith is a beautiful man. I'm not ashamed to say it. Someone was like, you better watch <laughs> out for him. He's going to tear that city apart because of his eyes. Uh, Stars also signed Joel Hanley for two years at 787000 kav. Uh That was a really good signing because he, he doesn't get a lot of uh, – a recognition even though he should because he was in and out of the lineup as a healthy scratch all season long, uh, never sent down. So his is a one way for sure. Um, but he also took a lot less money to be here that, yep. for this two year contract. So that's the kind of guy that you want in the locker room regardless. If, if yep. he's going to, if he's willing to take a pay cut just to stay here, that's the kind of guy you want. Good Sam player. Steele. Yeah. Good player. Good solid bottom defenseman. Sam Steele for one year at 850,000 and Matt Duchesne country music singer, Matt Duchesne for one year at 3 million. And, and, this is not me saying this because I am a stars fan. I have my NHL hat on. So I'm just a, I hope everyone has fun, uh, fan right now. Um, but some are saying that the Duchesne contract is probably the best bargain for all of the free agent signings there on that first day. Um, interesting that his name popped up with Dallas. I think a lot of people wanted Domi back, which we'll get to Domi here in a little bit, but, um, It'll be very interesting to have a guy like Matt Duchesne and his personality and a guy like Ryan Suter and his personality in the same locker room because if they lose more than one game in a row, the woe-is-me train is going to be parking itself at the American Airlines Center in their locker room because those guys, from what I've heard, are absolutely atrocious in a, in a locker room. They are poisonous. Whoa,
1: you you still have, the for you, the hope that they buy out Suter, although it doesn't look like it. Um no one's they're not going to be able to trade him with unless they eat salary.
0: They're going to have to if they if it comes to that. Uh,
1: but I personally I'd take Duchesne over Domi all day and twice on Sunday.
0: And and the best thing for for Stars fans uh regarding Duchesne is Duchesne lit us up mm. in every game. I think he scored more points and more goals against the Stars than any other franchise in the NHL. Uh so scratching that off the board having one less guy because yeah. he was in you know he was in our division in in nashville was just creeping around it's it's good to have him on our team uh and if stars fans don't chant douche every time he touches the ice in an endearing way of course now that he's a dallas star uh you know what's this all been about um, we,
1: when we get to the bruins and rangers i updated the sheet to say stars so you can okay. go into more there
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh well then we'll go ahead and move on. The uh, Red Wings signed Justin Hall for three years at three point four million. Uh and James Reimer for one year at one point five million. The wings also signed Alex Lyon for two years at nine hundred thousand. Uh Daniel Sprong, another one year at two million. Shane Gostasbear, one year at four point one three million. Christian Fisher at one year for one point two five. And JT Comfer, five years 5.1 million AAV. Are we seeing another uh, another version of the Yiser plan right in front of our eyes?
1: He gets the guys that he I mean, they are going to be a bunch like Elliot Friedman said about the uh, you got to have a bunch of pricks and they are shaping up that way and I got to be honest with you, one of the best signings in my mind, low key of this whole NHL free agency might be Alex Lyon for 2 years at 900k. I mean, if he can re-find his confidence in game, I mean look out. Yeah. I mean I, I, I think he's an excellent excellent player.
0: You know, Detroit made a little noise last year uh but kind of petered out midway towards the end of the the uh, the season so you know I I am not a Detroit fan. Uh you know as a as a Dallas fan it's kind of a you know one of those like rivalries in your head Detroit yep. Dallas Dallas Colorado things like that. When Detroit's good, it's good for the league. Yeah.
1: They're they're
0: they're, they're the, the and you know this might get me some hate I'm not a Cowboys fan let me go ahead and preface it now but that logo that that history it's looked at like the Dallas Cowboys the New York Yankees uh, yep. you know the, those those teams that everyone Oscar looks Rose. at on <laughs> they look at it and they go I know what that is I know that yep. logo um but anyway they're, if they're good it's good for the league moving on well, the to the uh, thing
1: that that Eisenman is doing is he is getting guys that have his mindset. Eiserman's one of those guys that is ultra competitive, hates to lose more than he likes to win. And everybody he's bringing in is that same boat. And he, like I said, he's building a team of mini
0: Stevie wise. Yeah. That's a good shorty quote too, by the way, I like that you dropped that in there. <laughs> um, moving on to Edmonton, they extended Matthias Yanmark, who, by the way, I've always said this looks like a human Muppet. For uh, one year, one million. Added Connor Brown, one year at four million. The Oilers also added Lane Peterson for two years at seven hundred and seventy-five thousand. Ben Gleason, uh, former Dallas Stars legend, two years, seven hundred and seventy-five thousand. Two-way first year and Drake. I'm gonna get railed for this one. Kagwala for two years at seven hundred (laughs) and
1: seventy-five thousand. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you drown on that one. Uh, That's fine. I think you're close, but, uh, I mean, Edmonton added some defensive depth. They added some grit, but I, I they believe in Stuart Skinner.
0: I was going to say, uh, I was going to say you, goaltending. I mean, they believe,
1: Stuart Skinner was third for the, uh, caller, but
0: we'll see. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's been kind of the, the monkey on the back for that. I, I mean, you got,
1: say, I, I heard an interview, I don't remember where it was, probably 32 thoughts. Oh, and by the way, oh, I'll get to that in a second. Um, uh, And they were saying how McDavid was so angry still at the award show that they're like, he's he's going to hit another level next year, which will be amazing if he can do it.
0: It'll be even more amazing when his team Peters out in the second <laughs> round.
1: I know, I know. It's, gonna, it's the same thing. I mentioned 32 thoughts. I would like to point out, out of all these hockey podcasts, that are taking the summers off. The morning skate will still be here every week, providing the content you've come to know and love. So, I want to put that out there.
0: That's a good shout out. Even the podcast that I run down here, Water Hockey, I have to shout it out. We took oh, a month sure. off. We had to. Yep. T- we, you know, it's just we support all these teams that you know make it deep into the playoffs. It's just exhausting. Yep. uh yep. Florida signed Nico Mikola, three years, two point five million. And Mike Riley for one year at 1 million. The Panthers also added Oliver Ekman Larson for one year at 2.25 million, Rasmus Asplund, one year, Evan Rodriguez for four years at 3 million AAV, and Dmitry Kulikov for one year at 1 million. The Panthers also traded Anthony DuClair one more year at 2.5 million to San Jose for Stephen Lorenz. One more year at 1 million and a 2025 fifth round pick. You know, Florida had a historic run. Um, Obviously, your guys fell victim to part of that historic run. Uh, But I I don't know. I don't know if these moves are going to be the moves that, you know. The
1: the Declare one was surprising to me because I think he's a hell of a player.
0: He is. And I think he's extremely underrated.
1: Oh, 100%. I agree with you there. Uh, um, I, I so don't I don't know, know.
0: I don't know if that was like a cap dump because it wasn't that big of a cap they hit. But only saved like a million dollars. I don't know. they they've got to have something more at play there. Yeah, uh,
1: or maybe maybe there was a conflict personality thing. Who knows? Um, but like Mike Riley couldn't crack the top six in Boston. Uh, Oliver Ekman Larson could barely talk. Crack the top six in Van.
0: Yep. Right. Which and- is.
1: Which is horrible. It's
0: dangerous to even say.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mikko is a good player. Uh, I just, I, again, I, I feel like it's not, I don't see a clear direction, right? Right. But I don't follow the Panthers as intently as, you know, like our Florida writer, uh, William um, or Will, uh, but it doesn't, on paper, a lot of these moves don't make sense to me. Because Radko Gudis and as much as Ked hates Mark Stahl, the two of them leaving to replace by Mike Riley and Oliver Ekman Larson is not bringing the same grass to the ice.
0: No, doesn't move the needle at all. No. It'll be interesting to see what the Panthers do this next season. I wouldn't be surprised if they're moving and shaking towards the uh, trade deadline. But that's yeah. uh, Yeah. Uh, L.A. Kings signed Cam Talbot for one year. Trevor Lewis for one year at 775,000 and Andreas England. For two years at one million, the Kings also brought back Anze Kopitar. This was today. Yeah, this is this is damn near breaking news for everybody. Even though they're probably yep. going to hear it tomorrow or the next day. <laughs> two years at seven million, the tinted visor sticks around. El Capitan himself. Uh, you know, again, the Kings didn't really do anything in free agency to to make me go, oh, they're a threat. They're they're really bumped up. I mean, you kept you kept Kopitar. I don't think anyone's surprised by that. That's a um, big
1: that's a big cap hit for Kopitar.
0: Yeah, I, think. And, I it, like them, but I do like the short term though. It's only for two years. I think they're, they they yeah. basically are saying, you know, we're gonna give you one more shot to really kind of take us to the promised land again. Um, if it doesn't work, we're gonna move on from it. So you know, maybe and he I,
1: said to them, I, I got, to, I, I just want to go two more years, maybe. Yeah, you know, I don't know.
0: Um, I'll finish up my reading on Minnesota because uh, they fell victim to the stars. And for some reason, they're still bitter about it. Uh, They traded a 2024 seventh round draft pick for fat. I'm sorry, Pat Maroon, uh, one year remaining at 800,000 and Maxim Kakovich restricted free agent at the end of the season for $867,000. Minnesota's uh, they're battling some cap stuff right now, obviously with the buyouts of pre and Suter. uh, they're they're kind of their backs are against the wall. Uh, Billy Garen is one of my favorite people in hockey, even though he is with the Wild. Um, he's a great all around guy. I just don't know if he can really they can do much right now. They they just they got uh, Maroon
1: to replace Revo and, and Maroon. I mean, listen, the guy wins, right? So he does. He does. He can bring that. You know, and I. Everybody says he's great in the locker room. This is why I hate hearing the interviews of guys I don't like. Because then I'm like, oh, he seems like a good guy, but I still can't stand him. So I just don't listen to interviews of guys I don't like anymore. (laughs) Just keep the facade. Because of Pat Maroon. Yeah. I want to keep my hate alive.
0: Yeah. I blame Uh, the Spitting Chicklets podcast for a lot of players that I hate on the ice. And I'm just like, damn it. He's such a nice, genuine guy. Yeah. Um, But Minnesota, you know, they're also going to lose Dumba. Dumba's not going to come back. I think Aaron's already said it's just not in the works. Like we don't have the money for it. So Minnesota effectively. Got worse, in my opinion. I don't yeah, I they think so as well. You know, you, you, you lost Reeves, which is just a huge locker room guy. He's an on ice presence. He's not a good hockey player. He's not, in my opinion. He's just a guy that imposes his will and he shakes things up on the ice enough to where it affects the people around him on his and the other team. So. I Um, will
1: say I heard a TSN hit with uh, Reeves and he was saying, and this is, I think, important because we'll get to him. He ended up in Toronto, but he was saying how one of his things that he does is he makes sure that he's like a clickbuster uh, for teams. And he's like, I don't care who you are. If the boys are going out, we're all going out. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that might be really what Toronto needs.
0: Maybe because apparently there's some there's some turmoil in that locker room, but we'll We're get to that there. in a second. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to hand it off to you. Take it over with Montreal.
1: Oh, you want me to take it? All right. So yeah, I'll Mont- take it over for a little bit. Montreal traded uh, Joel Edmondson, uh, retaining 50 cents, 50 cents, retaining 50% of his salary to Washington for a 2024 third and a seventh, and re upped RFA Rafael Harvey Pitard for two years at 1.1. 1. 1. Again, Montreal, I don't really know what they're doing. Uh, they signed um, Caulfield to a big ticket. Yep. Uh, Martin Saint Louis seems to have his finger on the pulse. He knows way more about hockey than me. But I, from an outside looking in, I don't understand.
0: Yeah, if I if I'm a Montreal fan uh, on on the beginning of free agency and I look at this, uh, I'm I'm not excited. You know, yeah, this doesn't exactly. get me. This doesn't get me hype for the next season whatsoever. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Uh, Nashville. Talk about getting hyped for the next season. Holy yeah. shit. If you're a Preds yeah. fan, buckle up. Uh, they signed Gustav uh, Nyquist for two years at 3.185. Jasper Weatherby for one year at 7.75. And Ryan O'Reilly, the factor, for four years at 4.5. The Preds also re-upped RFA Alexandra Car- Carrier for one year at 2.5 and signed big boy Luke Shen for three years at 2.75. And then added Cody Glass for two years at two point five.
0: Tell Except me you reds. were. Tell me you were pissed off at the way last season went without telling me you were pissed off at the way the last season
1: yeah. went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I, I found out today listening to I think it was thirty two thoughts that Ryan O'Reilly's I think his older brother lives in the Nashville area. So that it's was a popular like, place. Yeah. Oh, dude! From what I saw at the draft and the awards we should if we're gonna have a uh morning skate meetup we should have it in fucking nashville
0: i agree i agree and i'm not a big country music fan uh I, I think i was lied to about where i was born and i'd still have a blast i wouldn't even care
1: it's live music everywhere which is always better number yep. one and if i'm not a country music fan i tell you what i am a fan of and that's alcohol so they got it a lot like there's plenty um is it
0: tootsies that bill garen gave a shout out to the the bar there in nashville I think it's Tootsies. He's yeah. he said Tootsies is keeping everybody hydrated. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: How much of a tab was that for him? Oh God. Uh, the Devils, New Jersey, uh, added Nathan Bastian for two years at one point three five, and Michael McLeod for one year at one point four.
0: I um, mean, do, do they keep the momentum from last year? Is really the question.
1: What was the who are they linked to that I heard today, and I was like, oh, that's a difference maker.
0: Not Tarasenko.
1: Yeah, Tarasenko.
0: I I was going to say, I I know he's been kind of rumored to a a couple of teams. He just changed his agent, um, which really doesn't matter unless you're John Klingberg and your former agent talks you out of a massive contract and now you're getting bounced around for one-year deals. But that's neither here nor there.
1: Uh, Yeah, New Jersey, uh, I think the best move New Jersey did was they uh, traded Mackenzie Blackwood.
0: Yep, agreed.
1: Uh, The Islanders signed Pierre Engvall. When I hear something funny, so you and I talked, I was like, listen, the way I find out everything is I put up TSN and I just refresh the tracker, right? Yep. Fucking Islanders with Lou. They don't <laughs> release their fucking information. You have to dig. Like cap friendly was like a day behind. Mm-hmm. It was amazing how hard it is to find out the term and numbers for these guys. Uh, anyway, so they signed Pierre Angval for seven years at $3 million. Uh, Julian Gauthier for two years at seven seventy five. Scott Mayfield for seven years at three point five. Semy, Semyon Varlarmov for four years at two point seven five, and Ilya Sorokin for eight years at eight point two five. I will say this: outside of Sorokin, everybody took less to stay on the
0: island, which is interesting. Yeah, to, to me and and they and,
1: love it. They love it there.
0: I don't get it. I and, don't. I, I, I you know what no offense because I, I I I'm from the south I've only visited you know Manhattan at, when I went up to New York um so I don't know what the culture is I'm sure it's fantastic but you know New York Islanders and this is probably going to get me a lot of heat they just always strike me as a little brother
1: Yeah I think well I think they play into that for one I think mm-hmm. they use that as motivation I also think that it's it becomes like a very like you hear like retired players talk about the community the community community, and they have that
0: gorgeous new building. They do, yeah.
1: So it's the quality of life, and they all seem to buy in. They love it there, and and
0: I would love to visit. I'd love to visit that area. Game, Uh, see that new yeah. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. But I will say the one downside of the Islander style of play. And, you know, I, I am going to steal this a little bit from from Paul Bissonnette, Biz Nasty. They are such a boring team offensively. Just absolutely molasses. all
1: loves it there. And they're I mean, talk about stifling that kid's creativity. And he's still still there. He wants
0: to stay, but, you know, good so. for them.
1: Uh, speaking of shitbag teams, Keds New York Rangers. <laughs> he's not right here to defend When he hears this, he's gonna be so mad at me. Uh, actually, they did it. I thought they made some great moves. Uh, they signed Blake Wheeler for one year at 800k. Jonathan Quick for one year at 825k. Uh, the Rangers then added Tyler Pitlick for one year at 787. Eric Gustafson for one year at 825, and Nicky Bones Nick Bedino for one year at 800k. You talked about earlier, tell me you were pissed at last season without saying so. Here you go. Tell me you needed some fucking veteran leadership without saying, <laughs> hey, <laughs> our vets are fucking panty wastes. Yeah. I mean, Ked, Ked goes on and on, but if Mika Zabinajad and Chris Kreider are your salty veterans, you're not fucking winning anything.
0: No, because Zabinajad's too worried about whatever set he's going to play at Lollapalooza. So uh, you know
1: what? If Ked, if Ked was having a better week, I would have bombed the fuck out of him with videos of Mika dancing at the yeah DJ. yeah.
0: You know what? So. You know what? New York's uh, first or the their free agency reminds me of, and and this is this is going to be for the kids. Um, it's like when you watch a TikTok and someone says, "I'm going to cook a gourmet meal by going to the Dollar Tree." These are just all. <laughs> Bargain deals,
1: dude. I'll tell you what. I would have taken Blake Wheeler on the Bruins. Fuck yeah,
0: yeah. But you know Blake what? Wheeler. I we'll see how it works out for yeah, them. Yeah. Um, you know, the Rangers are another team like the Red Wings. When when they're playing well, it's better for the league. And I I I'm I'm undecided on these moves because I don't know if it's going to really push them to the next level. So
1: yeah, that's assume. fair. I, but unlike the unlike what we talked about with Detroit, uh, they still got Igor in that. So. They do and have now, now they got quick as a backup.
0: Yep. I think that is a deadly one, too. Yeah. And and coming from the, the star standpoint where Scott Wedgwood was our backup and was hurt for quite a while. And then you saw Jake Ottinger get exposed because he played upwards of, yeah. you know, almost 90 some odd games. You know, goalies get tired and it shows.
1: Speaking of Wedgwood, uh, apparently I I followed him on Instagram because I automatically now follow him on Thread. He is uh, quite active on... Is it Thread or Threads?
0: Uh, tomato, tomato. All right. I think everyone knows what you're talking about.
1: Uh, all right, you want to go?
0: Uh, yeah, Wait. so Ottawa moving on. Signed Eric Brandstrom to a one-year, $2 million deal. Jacob Bernard Docker for two years at 805000 And Eunice Carpasalo. Five years, 20 million, four million AAV. The Sens also signed Eric Brandstrom to a one year, two million dollar deal. Travis Hamonick, two years, one point one. Greg Pilon, one year at seven hundred and seventy-five thousand. And Zach McEwen, three years at seven hundred and seventy-five thousand AAV. Uh was just like one of those teams where they're they're right there. They're right there.
1: I'm telling you, these signings. I'll have Ottawa in the playoffs.
0: I I I think you know what I'm going to go with that too. I, I think for they've got Gallo a good is yeah, a that,
1: fucking good goalie.
0: And and you know what? You know look at um, who are we just talking about? Look at look at Edmonton, you know? Yeah. It comes down to goaltending and if you've got a hot goalie and you've got look at Florida. I think that's a
1: good team. I think that's a good team deal. 4 million? Yeah, yeah uh, that's Salo, a who gives great a, deal. Mean, top 10 goalie in the NHL.
0: I mean look at look at Florida and their historic run in the playoffs in yep. Bobrovsky, yep. true back to form. You know, without him, they're not we're not talking about that. We're talking yep. about a completely different a different team in in the, the finals. So um but yeah, moving on to the garbage fire that is the Philadelphia <laughs> Flyers. They signed Ryan Pulling, uh one year one point four. Uh fan favorite Mark Stahl, one year one point one million, and Garnet Hathaway, two years, two point three eight million. The Flyers also came to terms with restricted free agents Ronnie Attard, two years, eight hundred fifty thousand, and Victor Met, one year, seven hundred and seventy-five thousand, on a two-way deal. I do
1: like Met. I, I Met is it Met? Uh, I do like the way he plays, though. Uh, yeah, Garnett Hathaway. Uh, listen, I love them here. I love. I hated him in Washington because I would have loved him here longer in Boston. Mm-hmm. But what a fucking perfect fit for the Flyers.
0: Yeah, exactly. And (laughs) there was some more Flyers news. I don't know. I haven't scrolled all the way down, but um, did we mention uh, D'Angelo? Because apparently the trade is being held up by the, uh, by whatever agreement. But I think July 9th, the trade will go through and D'Angelo will be going to, oh my gosh, I don't want to say Carolina. Carolina? Back to Carolina, I believe.
1: Huh, interesting.
0: So Carolina with a little bit more defense. Yeah. Well, so
1: what's coming? Is, is that the with the St. Louis? Is that did they figure out something with Krug? Was that
0: I don't think so because Kevin Hayes officially was traded to the Blues. So yep. I and I know that there was talk about that being a three team deal or something along those lines. So Krug,
1: Krug blocked it. He wouldn't go. He wouldn't go to the uh, I mean, I don't blame him. He wouldn't go to the Flyers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame anyone for not wanting to go to the Flyers. God.
1: Well, Krug's <laughs> not a Tortorella guy. No, he's not that kind of player.
0: God no. bless Kevin Hayes for just putting up with it as long as he did uh but yeah so we'll, we'll see uh pittsburgh moving on received a 2023 third round 91st overall and 2024 seventh round draft pick and sent the 2023 third round pick to the new york rangers for the 90th overall so they and, did
1: this deal to move up one spot i don't know who they drafted but i want to track it and, and see, see which which rate, guy. Like, I want to see the the parts of that deal, like the players, and see like w- like if that's was such a boner by the Rangers or not.
0: TBD. uh Maybe, yeah. maybe they got yeah. do bust. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> the Pens also signed Matt Nieto, two years, nine hundred thousand AAV. Lars Eller, two years at two point four five. Uh, Will Butcher at one year for $775,000. Noel Achari, three years, 2 million AAV. Ryan Graves, six years, 4.5 million. And Tristan Yari, no surprise there because he was really the only goalie left. Uh, Five years at 5.38 million. Cool. I mean, it's like they did a lot without doing anything at all.
1: Yeah, I don't. I like these signings. i love Achari and he's a Dubis guy. Dubas loves him. He's bringing yeah. him everywhere. Um that Tristan Jari for five years at over five, I think that's a bad deal. For the, I think, for the I think he
0: fleeced. I think he fleeced yeah. him a little bit. I mean,
1: good for him. You know, I always yeah. like to see the guys get their bag, like yeah. root for a millionaire or a billionaire, right? But I don't know if Tristan Jari is the answer for the Penguins in that. They also got Riley Smith from that deal too, who's a top six guy for the uh from Vegas. Prior right to this, but
0: yeah i man. mean we'll we'll see what what happens with the uh the Dubas era in pittsburgh year one but uh again Still
1: no gm in, named
0: no uh, just a lot of noise without a lot of without a lot of movement um well, san jose a- signed giovanni smith to a two-year eight hundred thousand dollar deal uh mckenzie blackwood your your favorite from new jersey for two years at 2.35 million and the Sharks also signed Kyle Burroughs for three years at $1.1 million. Uh, I mean, Carlson's on his way out. He wants to trade. I, I don't really... What are we doing here, San Jose? You got great jerseys. I love... Honest to goodness, probably the best, in my opinion, some of the best uniforms in the NHL. I, I love I love the color pattern. The Sharks logo is awesome. But outside of that, there's really not much going for this team so right
1: now. Mike Greer, the GM, has come out and said that... Um the Sharks are not eating 50% of Carlson's salary. They had a deal in place. I don't Was it Toronto? It might've been Toronto, a, a deal like in uh, agreement, I guess, or whatever. Um, but they had to, the Sharks had to retain like 80% to make it work. Yeah. So, Greer wants to retain like 20% max. Everybody else is saying it's got to be like 50 or 60. So something's got to give if they really want to move him.
0: I mean, that's in my opinion the the biggest story going into the remainder of the offseason is is where does he land? Uh, because he well, does Pittsburgh, he does hold so much weight.
1: Yeah, Pittsburgh, New Jersey and um I forget who the other Oh, uh didn't we I've heard, first,
0: Car- I've heard Carolina, but Carolina I think they're officially him and Brent
1: out. Burns, though, it's that whole they couldn't coexist before.
0: Yeah, and and this is something that I, I've kind of told a couple of Stars fans. You you get so mad at guys like, prime example John Klingberg. He's an offensive defenseman that makes defensive mistakes because he is an offensive minded defenseman. Carlson is not a good defenseman. Thank God. As a a defenseman, he's not good. No. But he has the stats from the blue line with his offensive prowess to cover up the gaping holes in his game on the backside. And so, you know, from a star standpoint, I never wanted him because you've got, he automatically gets shifted to the first line with Miro Heiskinen. Miro Heiskinen has had to play with those guys and be that like defensive juggernaut, even though he really, He's got good offensive, well, uh, but as well, but he he's had to be that defensive guy because he's always played with someone that can't control their side. He
1: plays defense like a fourth line winger. Yeah, that that has, but but he's like a power play. He's on your number one power play. Yeah, I can't fucking stand him. I cannot stand. I can't stand the fact that he won the Norris.
0: But I I think if it would be hilariously wild and and fun to see if if a team that got him said yeah we we're good on defense we're moving you up to forward where you belong you've you've belonged as a forward since you got here in the yeah, can you imagine and yeah. then he,
1: and then he wins the heart <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> and then we're all mad again uh moving on to the kraken they added brian dumalin two years at 3.15 and Kyler Yamamoto got bounced around a couple teams and ended up in Seattle at one year for 1.5 million. Um, again, they're just a, they're just a team of second liners that all happen to mesh and play extremely fast. Uh, I, I think they're they're going to be they're going to be a pest for a while. I think these two guys fit in with that
1: style of play perfectly, yep. and I think they're really going to play up the Yamamoto going home angle of it, which good for him.
0: Yeah, and, and I think Yamamoto might have a, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because he did get, you know, kind of tossed around. He got bought out almost immediately from getting traded, um, you know, and and players don't forget that. Right. And so I, I think he's going to play with a bit of a chip on his shoulder as all the crack can do, as we saw throughout the the regular season and into the playoffs. Um,
1: as Bobby Boucher would say, tackle and fuel.
0: Tackle and fuel. I got to tackle and fuel. <laughs> uh, moving on to the St. Louis Blues. Wow, what a day. Mackenzie McCarran. Uh, McKern, Mac, Mac, Uh he's a blue. I don't care. Uh, two years, $775,000. Uh, sorry, Preston. Um, wow, St. Louis, you really outdid yourselves this time. Yeah. Uh, nothing, the not, only
1: team they did better than was Columbus.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay signed Connor Sheary to a three year, $2 million deal. Josh Archibald, two year, $800,000. The Lightning also signed Luke Lindenning. God, I'm going to miss him in the faceoff circle. 2 years at 800,000, great player. Calvin DeHaan, 1 year at 775, and Jonas Johansson for 2 years at $775,000. Uh, good signings all around. I, yeah, I really DeHaan's
1: a prick and yeah. and fuck Connor Sheary. Like you go from one <laughs> team I hate to another team I hate. Like and I wish that he was on my team. Like I love the way he plays, but what a fucking prick.
0: I mean, I'm not going to argue that whatsoever. Anyone that's on Tampa Bay is a, an automatic prick, and 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 that hurts me to say with Luke Glendinning because I did love he he was a bit of a liability. He's a fourth line center. He is getting to that point where I think he, his age is starting to show a little, little fat, bit more, and yeah. I think yeah. So, uh, but good luck to him there. Uh, moving on to everyone's favorite, Toronto signed Ryan Reeves for three years at 1.35. Unbelievable, three years. Uh John Klingberg, uh here's another one-year deal for old Johnny Kling, one year at 4.15 million. The lease also added Tyler Bertuzzi for one year at 5.5, Max Domi, one year at 3 million and Dylan Gamble, one year at $775,000. Now, here's what I wanted to say about these guys. Go ahead. Apparently, and I'm sure you saw this report as well, whether it's true or not, Ryan O'Reilly was given the exact same term and, yeah, and we were, money it's going to
1: be in the NHL in the news okay, section okay. Yeah.
0: alright cool then I'll, I'll hold off but there's something going on in that locker room that yeah. we don't know um, and and with Dubas dipping and then Spezza following him right out the door uh, I think there's something more at play that we don't know um, and we may never know but they uh, they are suffering because of it So I um, love
1: Reeves as a person I <sighs> think he's great I love when he's like, oh, interview tarps off. I love tarps off, his, yeah. He's a poster boy for I the league that we need. I love vibe. I love everything about him. That being said, what is he going to help you with in the playoffs?
0: And dare I say, if, because they may have, we'll get to it in a second, but there may be some massive turmoil going on with that locker room, with that front office. I mean, we I might be so. looking... <laughs> and one of the most fun stories going into next yeah. season is them just being an absolute dumpster fire.
1: I mean, what did, what did they need? They needed goaltending and defense. What did they add? They added Reeves Klingberg, who's not not in fix fixture defensive woes. Yep. They added Bertuzzi, who I like, but also what kind of wore out his welcome in Detroit. I, I mean, he would A have been. I would have loved him here, but no one. He, he, I think his agent fucked him. I don't think he read the market right for what he could have got because the Bruins, I think, offered him a three-year deal. Uh, and Max told me, I mean, he's one of the most overrated players in the league, in my opinion. But he
0: he does. I will say, with his time in Dallas, he hustles his ass off. Yep. So he does give you that spark that you might need throughout the season and into the playoffs. They're going to be a grittier team than I think Toronto's ever been or used to seeing over the last decade. They're going to be gritty. Bertuzzi and Domi on that team with Reeves backing them up. Yep. If they're all three on the ice at the same time, yikes. Like, well,
1: a couple of things about Bertu- uh, a couple of things about these guys. So Bertuzzi might get minutes with Matthews, which good for Bertuzzi because he's going to fill the fucking net with pucks. And, and then he's going to sign some huge ticket when the cap goes up next year. Yeah. So good for, good for Bertuzzi. Yeah. Um. Max Domi, this is my bold prediction. Max Domi is going to buy into the, my dad played here and ran yeah. rough shot over the league, and he's going to get his fucking teeth knocked out by someone. It could be Lucic. You know, I mean, he's going to bite off more than he can chew because he's going to think he has the big balls. And... I, I, uh, whatever.
0: My my only argument to that is is he also will do that because he's got Reeves behind him.
1: Yeah, I think I think so, a guy like Lucic will fight either of them.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We'll we'll round out the the remaining teams and then we'll jump into the uh, the UFA's that are still unsigned. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver, whoopsie do, signed uh, Teddy Bluger for one year at one point nine million. Uh, Carson Susi, three years at three point two five. And Ian Cole, one year at three million. Uh, I mean,
1: I like all three of these players.
0: They're they're good. They're good signings, but
1: it's not going to move the needle in no. Vancouver. It's not going to fix what ails them.
0: No, no, not at all. Uh, Stanley Cup champions pains me to even say. Vegas Golden Knights re-signed Aiden Hill uh, at two years at $9.8 nine point eight million, four point nine million AAV. Uh, like you were saying, he just got a big ticket. Yep. You know, guy just won a Stanley Cup. Good for him. I, yeah, good for him. You know, we'll, we'll see you. How, how,
1: how's, that, uh, how's that asset management doing, San Jose? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> whoopsie-doo. Yep. Uh, Washington signed Max Pacioretty, one year, $2 million. Martin, Martin, uh, you're going to have to help me with this one. Fair Farivay, three years at $2.67 million. And Matthew Phillips, one year, 775000 Um, You know... I, I want to see. I think the big story with Washington, obviously, is is Ovechkin going to break Gretzky's record? Outside of that, I, I don't know if this team is really going to do a lot uh, going into next season. They are aging still. Um, can He's
1: Got to stay healthy.
0: Yep. And, and can Pachoretti stay healthy as well? I mean, you, well, you got to.
1: betting on himself, right? With a one year deal. Yeah. And he's going to get power play time with Ovechkin. So that'll help him pile up points. Um, I think Connor Sheary's a huge loss.
0: Huge absolutely absolutely as
1: was garnet hathaway as was Dmitry Olof.
0: so you know you look at what they lost you look at what they put back you know i i don't i don't think that they got better so no. it's gonna it might be a tough year for for caps fans and uh, um,
1: i feel so bad for them
0: i know it's 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 a shame i do want to see ovechkin break the record i i, I, I do want to see that I, I think we kind of have to face facts. If he stays healthy, which he's on the Russian gas, he's going to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Russian machine never breaks. So, no. um, but last but certainly least, uh, Winnipeg yeah. Jets sign Vladislav Nemesnikov, two years, two million. Good for him, by the way, because yes, he's been bounced like around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, L- Laurent Brasov before uh, one year, 1.75. And the Jets also re up their RFA. Dylan Sandberg, uh, two years, 1.4 million. Still that no team decision
1: is... on Shifley, still no decision on Hellebuck.
0: Nope. And you know what? It couldn't happen to a better guy in Rick Bonus, who said, I don't want to coach bonus anymore. Bonus, yeah. I don't want to coach anymore. And then literally two months later signs a deal with Winnipeg. Uh, and they 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 get bumped and blasted, and I couldn't be more happy for him to to, to suffer defeat. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think Winnipeg is gonna be having a good time next season. Um, you know, Hellebuck doesn't want to be there. He wants he wants out, and if we don't get
1: gone, Shifley I think is going to follow. He actually yeah. Shifley's linked to the Bruins a little
0: bit. Yeah, which I so hate. there there's going to be some there's going to be some moving and shaking with them. You know, if Hellebuck says he doesn't want to play and he's still on that team come beginning of the season, that's going to be a real interesting scenario because you know he's a gamer, but at the same time he wants to win, and I don't think he sees that the Jets are in a place where they can even sniff the stanley cup they so, have never
1: recovered since since uh bufflin left
0: nope so which he just kind of faded in, uh, in, into the abyss and he he's goes, just gonna...
1: uh, he he wants to go fishing and he plays in that uh what is it called the, the beauty league he shows yeah. up now and then i yeah. would we'll love see if... to interview dustin bufflin
0: absolutely uh, we'll see if he shows up the beauty league supposed to be getting underway here in the next couple of weeks yeah, so that'll be interesting thing, huh? Uh, but yeah, that's a wrap for all of the uh, free agent signings as of today, July sixth, that we know of, uh, unless threads has broken a new one uh, <laughs> that we have not seen while we're recording this.
1: And then the I'm gonna UFA... let you.
0: I'm okay. gonna let you take the top UFA's right. because I think it's gonna hurt your heart a little bit.
1: Yeah, the UFA's that are still out there: Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, Thomas Noshek. I'm gonna put those three. I put those three at first because they're all Bruins. Yep. Uh, Krejci has been making some noise that he might go back to the check. Uh, I think they're going to end up signing no I think they're just kind of waiting for the dust to settle a little bit. And I hold out hope in my heart that one of the reasons Luchich is here is because Bergeron told him he'd be back. Uh, beyond that, Patrick Kane, Vladimir Tarasenko, Matt Dumba, Thomas Tatar, Oscar Sundquist, Maxime Contois, Paul Stastny, Phil Kessel, Uh, Dennis Garyanov and Jonathan Taves, who may never play again, but you may not.
0: It's it's funny that I didn't even know he was a free agent until you said that because his he had already left my mind.
1: It's it's a shame because I I really like the way he plays. But you know what I find funny with this whole list? Everybody's kind of linked to somebody, right?
0: Except for Dennis Garyanov and Kane. Uh, Yeah, that's those hips very quiet
1: around Patrick Kane very quiet and i'll tell you right now i'd take paul Stasky on the bruins in a flash and yeah there's
0: quite flash. a few of these guys i mean even phil kessel to a degree if he signs yep. at like a, a a league minimum he's a he's a great locker room presence he's uh, spe- you know for, speaking from the stars if you got duchene and Suter in the same locker room you gotta balance that out bring in okay. phil kessel let him pound a couple pepsis
1: i find that interesting i did not yeah. know that
0: Yeah, that's something that we as Stars fans have found out more recently um, than we ever realized before. Interesting.
1: All right, NHL in the news, and I remember to play the music, so here we go. No mea culpa there. You want to do the NHL in the news, and I'll do the dump and change?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like we were talking about before, Toronto could be in for a rough summer. Uh, First, Ryan O'Reilly decided to look elsewhere, even though Toronto had the term and money that he wanted. And then, oh, Willie Nylander submitted his 10 team no trade list. Well, contract talks are still ongoing. I think he's just putting his contract out of reach. He's trying to get that big ticket. We've said that a couple of times about some guys already. And I don't know if Toronto is willing to play ball, so...
1: The Maple Leafs don't buy... The whole, like, the Sidney Crosby mentality, the Patrice Bergeron mentality, the Red Wings when Eisenman was there, we take less so we all make more. That's not not Toronto's mindset, and I, I think that might be the biggest issue in the locker room, that there's the big four and the other 19.
0: I mean... It's gonna be interesting if he I, I'm just I'd love to see him leave. I'm, I'm fascinated by this team. I am just fascinated uh so yeah sorry leaves fans you might be in for a world of hurt for uh, even longer uh, yeah. great news on my front uh Jimmy Nil wins the Jim Gregory GM of the Year award uh yep. well deserved he just he's so he's so calm. At the trade deadline, because you know, everyone's barking down his door go get this guy, go get this guy. We need this, we need that. He made a couple of moves. He brought in Max Domi, um, brought in Evgeny Dedanov, and you know, he's he's just signed a two year extension because he played extremely well. His draft, um, his draft, his, his drafting has been unreal. The 2017 draft with Ottinger, uh, Robertson, and it just and Heiskin, and like he just knows what yeah. to do. Um, so I think
1: when you go to the next one here, the reason that Don Sweeney does not win the GM of the year, (laughs) regardless of, I mean, yeah, he's doing great under his maneuverings with the cap and bringing in guys when they went all in. And that was an on ice failure, not an, uh, upstairs failure last year, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, the Bruins have drafted 27 players since 2018 draft and only one has seen NHL ice time. Uh, Jacob Laku. Loco, Loco. Loco. Lauko. Uh, That's this. And that, that tells you something because I don't even know that name. Yeah. So no. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna spell this out for the listeners that we have. Uh that is uh no bueno.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what is bueno? Taco Bell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so is Taco Bueno. That's a South thing. But yeah, um kudos to Jim Nil. He's he's I think there's still something cooking because we in Dallas have a lot of forwards because we added a lot of those guys. Sam Steele, uh, you know uh, Craig, and then Duchesne, You already have, and then we still have Delandria, who is an RFA, yeah. didn't go to arbitration, so they're likely going to work something out with him. But we need defense, yet we haven't made any defensive moves. So I think something's in the works. Maybe oh, I Mason
1: Rizlick would look great for you guys. Uh, if, if
0: you want Mason Marchment, by all means, <laughs> take him. Uh, beautiful eyes. <laughs> Great start to the season. Nothing since, uh, but yeah, that's the uh, NHL in the news.
1: No, it's not. Keep going.
0: Oh, oh, that's not. I, I <laughs> thought we were going to have a retirement ceremony. Uh, oh. Michael Stone after oh, well five hundred and fifty-two game, well games played, uh, forty-one, one hundred four, and one forty-five, three hundred and nine penalty minutes with Phoenix, uh, Arizona, and Calgary. Over 12 seasons, hung them up at the age of 33. The Winnipeg native had his best seasons with Calgary. And Patrick Hornfist, 901 games played, 264, 279, and 543 total. 466 penalty minutes with Nashville, Pittsburgh, and Florida over 15 seasons. Hangs them up at the age of 36, which makes me... I'm 36, so when, when someone says they're hanging them up, I god i wish i could hang him up the swedish native had his most success in pittsburgh where he won two stanley cups to go along with his world championship gold
1: so something funny about hornquist uh when he got traded to pittsburgh he ended up on a line with crosby and in the 2005 draft i just learned this today in the 2005 draft that crosby was number one hornquist was the very last player picked
0: wow isn't that cool and two-time Stanley Cup champion because that's awesome. Good for That them, is great. Man. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Anaheim treating people right. Goalie coach Sardushan Maharaj, aka Sudzy, is currently being treated for pancreatic cancer and is hoping to make a full recovery. Sudzy has been with the Ducks for the last six seasons, and his contract was up prior to his diagnosis. The Ducks organization organization stepped up and told him that all of his medical care will be taken care of. So stick taps to Anaheim.
1: Yeah, stick taps to the Ducks.
0: Uh, On the flip side, John Gibson has requested a trade and says he will never play another game for the Ducks. After trading, Gibson has proven difficult. He's backed off the statement. Now they're retracting. It's
1: so so dumb when players do this. Like I understand Hellebuck in frustration, and Gibson probably was frustrated as well. But when you say, I am never playing for the Ducks, you have taken away every ability they have to work a deal. Yeah. So you're and, making and it
0: harder. Y- you, as a GM outside of Anaheim, looks at him and, and goes, "He is a negative player. He has a bad attitude."
1: Well, I look at it as like we can get him for like a seventh round pick. We don't have to do anything. He doesn't. He's not going to play there. You
0: he know? did. Bu- he he's, he's he's buckled Anaheim.
1: Hurts his hurts his market value.
0: Uh we do have some calendar oddities. Jordan two two, who was born on two two. Isn't that cool? That is cool.
1: I love these uh, things when these happen.
0: And I love Jordan Tutu, absolutely love him. Get off the Um, tracks. Yep, the last two people who scored a hat trick in the Stanley Cup clinching game were Mark Stone, (laughs) and Babe Die. Toronto St. Pat's, nineteen twenty-two. They were both born on the same day, May thirteenth. Okay, that that one's cool. I had no idea. Same. Even though, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw you for a loop, and I I hope you see this every time you look at Mark Stone forever. I'm sure you've seen Shrek, right? Yeah. He looks like Lord Farquaad. Oh, he does. And it's not a good look.
1: He does. <laughs> I I love Mark Stone. I really do. I, I don't know anything about him. I just love the way he plays.
0: You know who also loves Mark Stone? Jamie Benn. Moving on. <laughs> Buffalo forward Jack Quinn is out for the next six months after he ruptured his Achilles working out. That sucks. That sucks That's... for a team
1: on the up come to upswing. You know? and, and
0: anytime you, you're actively trying to make yourself a better performer on the ice and that's when you get hurt. That's just, yep. that's brutal.
1: Luckily he's uh, young. So that's the he thing is, working in his favor.
0: There's he'll, he'll be able to bounce back. Mm. Uh, the Columbus blue jackets did some, did make a little bit of noise when they officially hired Mike Babcock as their new head coach. Uh, God, how does Not this again. guy keep getting jobs? Like, yeah. I just don't get it. Uh, well, although
1: it just made me think of this. I saw today that Elaine Vigneault has said he's done coaching.
0: I saw that too. Yeah, he's retiring. So maybe we'll see him on the TNT broadcast. Uh, <laughs> a little more uh, Columbus Blue Jackets news. Ohio sprinkled with a little Michigan mixed in. The Blue Jackets have five players that played at the University of Michigan. Go Blue. Adam Fantanelli, Gavin Brindley, Kent Johnson, Nick Blankenberg, and Zach Orwinski. All. Michigan Wolverines. Wolverine, I love that. Right? I love. I think that. that's cool. Fantilli, I'm that.
1: telling you right now, Fantilly's going to be a problem for the NHL this year.
0: He had you a hell. In Michigan yep. in
1: the, development camp video. He had a hell
0: of a development camp.
1: And, and he wanted to be there. He wanted to go to Columbus.
0: Oh, you know what? Speaking of development camp, I want to. I want to throw out this fun little fact. I got to go to the Stars' development camp for the last nice. two days. uh and it's guess it's Open
1: to the public too, or did it you is get open it? to the
0: public? Yeah. Um, I uh, got to talk with Logan Stan one of our top prospects, which was nice. really cool. But the coolest thing that I noticed is there was a kid skating around last name nurse. I don't know if you know this, but Sarah nurse has siblings and one of them is Isaac nurse. And he was part of the stars developmental camp. And How I thought it he? was really, I, what's that? How old is he's he? 19. Wow. Yeah, so I I I was curious to see if he had any interviews uh, post camp because I think it might have been one of the few times and only times that someone gets up to the mic and says, you know, hey, um, how's your sister doing? Like,
1: <laughs> listen, I would love to interview her, and if I was a not married guy, I would love to have dinner with her. Yeah, <laughs> she is a big glass of all right in my book.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I don't know if we have anything on this on the run sheet, but man, we, we we should do a side episode just about the bullshit that's going on with women's hockey right now.
1: Oh, I have it in my northeastern part a little bit. Uh, very, very uh, superficial. But I, yeah, it's uh,
0: it could we could honestly drag on for a long time for that one. It could um, be good,
1: but uh, it, 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 I'm afraid it's going to be bad
0: yeah yeah so uh Winnipeg slash Atlanta it is officially over when Blake Blake wheeler departed from the New York Rangers, he for the New York Rangers, rather, he was the last player on the roster that suited up for those fantastic uniforms on the Thrashers. so
1: you know i I saw something how with Danny Heatley's stats from his year years at the Thrashers, mm-hmm. I forgot how fucking filthy is because you think of him He's as dominant. like an internet wise ass but unbelievable player.
0: He was dominant. Yeah. Uh Pat Maroon is a champion once again as the newly acquired Wild player scored the OT game winner in the roller hockey national championship. Imagine being on a, a, a pro roller hockey team and you look over and you see a guy like Pat Maroon. Yeah. I'm like, really? What's
1: he doing? and you know what? He looks the same as he does in ice. The he play does. developed, the kid came flying into the zone, and I'm like, that's not fucking Pat Maroon. And then it was a scrum, and Pat Maroon tucked it over the goalie.
0: Yeah, you could hear him panting on his way. (laughs) Uh, Lastly, the Vegas Golden Knights are getting the Stanley Cup engraved prior to the player days with the cup. This is the first team to do so and could be the start of a new tradition.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah,
0: I don't hate that. I mean, I'm not a Vegas fan whatsoever. I think that fan base has just been gifted just some of the most fun hockey um, since their introduction. So I I don't really sympathize with anything with them uh but yeah that is a cool tradition i think that'd be really cool to kind of see that and then see the spaces coming up next to it
1: well i think would be cool too if you were a player to take like wax paper and do like a yeah 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 frame that you know that'd be neat
0: that would be cool yeah uh yeah i guess we're moving on to uh dump and change
1: play the music brownie continue to play (laughs) the music god man this is why ked has two screens going
0: i've got a big screen
1: i totally cut you off (laughs) no it's okay
0: i was just saying that's why i said dump and change as slow as i could
1: (laughs) you're like i got a big cut off so ladies um all right dump and change governor jb pritzker of illinois passed a ban on bans the new law prohibits book bans in the state's public schools and libraries i feel like that's just a good fuck you as a governor
0: yeah like a little double negative to throw in your face
1: exactly (laughs) Uh, USA brought home the lacrosse world championships over Canada, 10 to seven with Brennan O'Neill as the MVP. He had five goals in the gold medal game. And I think if I remember correctly, because I don't have it written down, I think he had 15 and seven over the, uh, over the tournament. Uh,
0: Shout out, shout out to, uh, our, our boys on the morning skate too with uh, the ledger. Uh, they, they've, they've been trying to run that up. So shout out to them.
1: Yeah, they should reach out to those some of those Team Jamaica guys. There was a high school player playing for Team Jamaica, and they had one attackman. A goalie came out of net, and the, the defenseman gave him like a buddy pass up high, and their attackman destroyed this goalie. I don't remember who they were playing against, but what a great hit. Uh, on July 1st, Bobby Bonilla of the New York Mets received his annual $1.193 million for the 13th year in a row. The Mets have so far paid him $15.5 million to not play uh, the 2000 season. Uh, this is There is another 12 years and $13.1 million left to pay out.
0: Happy Bobby Bonilla Day.
1: Well, and then also happy Rick DiPietro Day. Not to be outdone, the New York Islanders made their annual payment to former goalie Rick DiPietro on July 1st also for a cool <laughs> 1.5. This has been going on for 10 years and will continue until 2029, the Isle have paid him fifteen million so far not to play.
0: Shout out New York for those awesome contracts,
1: yeah, uh Serena and Vinny Williams are the first black women to be owners of an NFL team as the sisters have an ownership stake in the Miami Dolphins that is worth four point six billion with a B combined. Good for them,
0: good for them i I'm not a tennis fan, but man, can they make some money?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they're dominant too. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dominant, Rihanna is the first female artist to have ten songs with over one billion Spotify streams. I'm assuming that's a lot because I don't have, I don't get Spotify really.
0: So. Take that, Taylor Swift. There you go. Unless she's probably she could, well, no, she's she she's the, the first only one. She's the first female with fifteen songs.
1: Oh uh, well, yeah. I, I
0: don't know. That. I can't stand either one of them.
1: Well, put it this way, I'll take Rihanna all day over Taylor Swift. Uh, uh,
0: Shania Twain in a heartbeat.
1: Oh, there you go. Ryan, Canada's own. Ryan Seacrest is taking over for Pat Sajak as the Wheel of Fortune host, uh, as Sajak will be retiring at the end of the season after 40 years on the show. I can't believe it's been 40 years. What a run. And I don't know if Vanna White is staying or going. That was not. I think the-
0: there's uh, disputes because she is not getting nearly as much money as she's probably owed and deserved. Oh. Uh, so I think there's a, a contract dispute on that one.
1: All right. Well, we're Team Vanna. Always. Um, the Florida Keys, my own stomping grounds, kicked off their 200th birthday celebration by breaking a Guinness record for the world's largest key lime pie. The pie measured in at a whopping 13.14 feet in diameter,
0: and Joey Chestnut ate it in three minutes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> did you see the video of him like walking out, like all trying to look all hard, like this, this tournament happened? So-
0: what a nerd!
1: <laughs> uh, do you do you watch The Impractical Jokers?
0: Uh, I, I've I've seen them, yes.
1: So when Joey Chestnut was walking out, it reminded me of Joe Gatto from the Im- Practical Jokers, like doing a bit. Like I was I, like, this isn't for real, right? He
0: is a walking bit. I mean, yeah. come on. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say this now, and this might get me shunned by all my American, uh, you know, brothers and sisters. He's not an athlete.
1: No, he, he's no. not an
0: athlete. Stop making that argument.
1: I think when Big Cat has him on, I think he just gaslights him, and Joey Chestnut isn't sharp enough to figure it out. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. All right. So no Ked. So no Rangers, thank Lord. Hit hey, us with the stars, buddy.
0: I was gonna say I can do Texas Rangers. No, uh, please, please no, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, as we talked about earlier, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see the locker room dynamic with Dushane. again. You know, from from what I've been able to kind of gather, uh, Dushane isn't the greatest in the locker room. Uh, neither is Ryan Suter. And I would like to note that I have never seen a player, and and I you know correct me. Uh, in, in in the comments or, or tweet or thread me. Um I don't know of any other player that has been booed by every single team that he has been on, including the current one, other than Ryan Souter.
1: When you and I interviewed Mac Engel, uh Dallas Fort Worth, yeah. Fort Worth's Telegram or Worth Star. Fort Star, sorry. Shout out Mac Engel. Great guy. Um he did not disagree with you any of your points about Ryan Souter. And that's someone who's been in and around that team for a long time.
0: Yep. Uh but Jim like
1: Neal verified like with your opinion. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And then when Jim Neal it, comes it, out it, and says, uh, I don't know why you guys boo him. I don't agree with the comments made about Ryan Souter or the the request to buy him out. Um, you know, when you have a guy that eats up that many minutes for the contract that he has and I'm like what you're no you're preaching to the wrong choir. Um, you know, if if he doesn't make that boneheaded play in game two in the series against Vegas, um, not saying that the stars win win that series, but we don't go down three oh. And Ryan Souter is just a liability. Uh I, I don't I don't he's think just he's very
1: away from the puck.
0: Yeah, and I don't think he's a likable human being. Yeah. Sorry. I haven't had a chance to meet him. If I do, I'm gonna be cordial. I'm not, you know, I've I've been very fortunate to have interactions with some NHL, AHL, and ECHL guys. You treat them all the same. They're human beings with badass jobs. Uh, but he has given me absolutely zero reason to think this is an alright guy. Um, aside from the fact that he did face the media in the playoffs when he made a bonehead move and Jamie Bed scurried off to his G-Wagon and then didn't apologize the next day. Um, but I digress. Uh, But outside of that, you know, I think Stars fans are excited to see what Jim Neal has in store. There is a move going to be made for a defensive pickup. Uh, The Stars also signed Gavin Bayruther, by the way, uh, which was an interesting signing, not because we signed him and he used to play for the Stars, but we signed him to a one-way deal. And I'm pretty sure he's been a two-way guy for a very long time. Think that, um,
1: I think when they when that happens, it's a like uh, horse and carrot situation. Like, look, we want you back. I understand you could go elsewhere, but what if we give you a one way deal?
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean,
1: because that just means he makes NHL money if he's down in the A.
0: Yeah, and he wasn't exciting here um, when he was here the first time. He bounced back and forth between the A and the NHL. So I, I don't know really the the method behind that one. With that being said, uh, Brownie, tell me a little bit more about the Bruins. What's going on?
1: So, Luchik, very excited to come back when he when he was interviewed. I've thought about this moment for the last seven years. said he's always felt connected to the Boston while still reading for all the local teams. And apparently he was so excited because I saw uh, Cam Neely called him. He ran out and bought a Bruins hat at like a local. Can you imagine I, like you're at a lids looking at hats and you see this big guy walk in and like get a Bruins hat? And you could tell yeah. it was, like perfectly flat brim. Like it was a yep. brand new hat. It's pretty funny. Um, Jeremy Swayman, uh, Ian Mitchell, and Trent Frederick all filed for arbitration. But relax, Chumley. (laughs) That is normal. That's how you get deals done. It it doesn't mean it's going. So I saw this breakdown, and I tried to find – I took a picture of it, but I cut off the top of the tweet. Mm -hmm. So Ty Anderson, uh, maybe it could have been – uh, Kevin Paul DuPont it could have been uh, Connor Ryan, any of these guys, but I, I wrote it down. Um, So headed into last Friday, and this is for all you fucking Facebook fucking morons.
0: Keyboard headed, warriors, baby
1: uh, headed into last Friday. The Bruins had almost $11 million in cap space. The bees went over like a lot of teams did the cap by providing performance bonuses bonuses, which were somewhere around 7 million that which was due at the end of the season. Therefore that 109 was more in the area of 3.9. So, Dimitri Orlov wasn't coming back for the bout that amount, and neither was Tyler Bertuzzi, even though he and his agent, like we talked about, misread the market. Garnet Hathaway might have, but that was only one player when the Bruins only had six forward, 5D, and one goalie signed. They had a lot of holes. Mm-hmm. By moving out Taylor Hall and not re-signing Nick Foligno, the Bruins increased their available cap back up to almost 10, 9.9. Then the team signed Morgan Geeky, Milan Lucic, James Van Riemsdyk, Patrick Brown, and Jason Megna up front, along with Kevin Shattenkirk and Parker were the Spoon on the back end. Ian Mitchell is heading to arbitration, like I said, and the bees re-upped RFA Jacob Laucco. That means the Bruins added five forwards and 3D for $7.2 million while also getting rid of Mike Riley. They bought him out. That still leaves money on the table for some deals, and there's still other players to be moved now that the Bruins have acquired some depth up front and on the back end while hoping some of their prospects uh, make the next step this year. And by the way, the Bruins' development camp, there was, I think, eight defensemen. The shortest one was six foot. Jeez, Do you think maybe Vegas was everybody's going to copy <laughs> that? So if the cap goes up in two seasons as it's supposed to, Per cap friendly, the Bruins will have over $30 million to spend. Ooh. This is, Yeah, this is the first time that the Bruins will have cap space since uh Peter Chiarelli rolled them into the fucking ground with all his no-movement deals. Uh So if Don Sweeney, with help from maybe Luchas, can convince Bergeron and maybe Krejci to give it one last go, who knows? So it's it, it is raining. The sky is not falling. Relax. Is my message to the Bruins, nation, the Black and Gold Nation? There,
0: I think that was a, uh, I think that was well said. Thank also, uh, real, real quick, your thoughts on the uh, ever so clever, what is it, the uh, anniversary logo that doesn't look some money, any different? Grab. Yeah,
1: so. I understand you want to celebrate it, right? But we talked about this on the podcast. I think I think I made the Bruins my zero that week because they got <laughs> bounced. They won the President's Trophy. Who gives a fuck? And then lose in the first round. And then they're like, "Hey, for a thousand dollars, you can get it's a thousand fucking dollars. You can get a brick that says, you know, uh, sell the team and put it up there in the in the the fan wall, which I'm sure it has to be approved message. And you mm-hmm. get two tickets. It's 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 just a fucking money grab
0: hundred so. percent. All right, moving on. We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Oh,
1: yeah. So Northeastern. So the PHF, which is the premier hockey federation was bought by the PWHPA. Uh, Mark Walters is the main guy. He owns the Dodgers. And I think part of Chelsea, mm-hmm. uh, his group and Billy Jean King enterprises, the tennis legend, and will now be one uh, league. Uh, this move has been hailed by some as the most significant development in the women's game since ice hockey became an Olympic sport 25 years ago and it hopes to elevate the league to never-before-seen heights. Unfortunately, all PHF contracts have been voided, uh, but the PWHPA has stated that the league will do whatever possible to help with players and families' visas and moving logistics. There will be less teams, uh, so some players will be left out in the cold, unfortunately. And what's going to happen is the elite superstars were probably going to be fine. Yeah, The third and fourth liners are not. They're going to get fucked because I think I think there is – I don't know how many teams, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> was in the PWHPA. But I don't think they're going to bring back all six teams that were in the PHF. So some people are going to be left out in the cold. And I hope it's another of the Northeastern alums that we enjoy watching so much. I mean, we were so stoked that uh, Chloe Arard and Alina Mueller were going to be on the Boston Pride together. And uh, Brooke Hobson was joining them from the previous year's team. And it was my daughter was literally like, we're going to every game. Yeah. And now I don't, no one knows what's ha- going to happen. It's, uh, it's horrible. I, I, I understand it because money runs the show. Right. <clears throat> but people are going to get fucked over. There's people that made arrangements, kids, visas, spouses. Yeah. And people now- bought
0: houses. And, yeah. and I mean, then you think about the front offices of all these uh, now former uh PHF teams. They're, their jobs are gone. Yeah. And this yeah. wasn't a glorious league to work in or play in, rather. If, if even,
1: you're in it for the love of the game,
0: right? Yeah, absolutely. Cause some of these some of these women were making thirty five thousand yeah. dollar contracts. You know, you know, they're they're I can't remember who it was or what team, but I even remember I think it might have been in the Boston Pride. Uh one of the players couldn't play a couple of games because she was a cop. Yeah. She's yeah. a full time cop and has a job. And yep. You know, I don't know if you guys know how scheduling works as a police officer. I don't. I just have friends. You can't just say, "Hey, I I can't show up today. I got a hockey game." You know?
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, When I talked to uh, watch off, watch your toes here. Uh, When I talked to Alina Mueller,
0: uh, 3 three-time Olympian. But
1: but when I talked to Alina, um, at one point she told me, and I don't remember if this when I was interviewing her or just in conversation at the rink, um, she pointed out to who who, me or whoever was in the, the, the conversation that, um, this is it like NCAA is everything to them because they love each other so much. And it's not like the men's team when, you know, that's why you don't see the one-on-one dangles one trying to go against four. It's a team sport in truest measure of the word, because they're not playing for their pro contract. They're playing to win what they're doing right now. And it, it, it stuck with me, and I think I think that was last year. It might have been the year before, but it's always stuck with me. And I think of that every time this stuff comes up, and I just feel horrible for these for these women that are going to get screwed.
0: Yeah, you know, hundred percent. They should they should have done this in a much different fashion. I think they re- reacted a little bit too quickly, in my opinion. Mm. Um, they they should have kept the league as wide open as possible yeah. and, and tried to work around whatever. Pre-existing teams in the PHF were there, and their markets because yep. the, they have fan bases and people want to see it. You know, I was a Connecticut Whale fan. We adopted the PHF with uh, the Water Hockey podcast. We all picked a team and followed it all season, and and we got to interact with some really cool people because of it. And yep. it's just a shame because a lot of those women that you know were getting excited you know, their workout regiments getting dialed in, getting back on the ice. Now they're kind of left, like you said, left out in the cold. And they don't know what's going to happen next.
1: Like let's have more hockey, not less.
0: Right? Exactly. Exactly.
1: Uh, pl- a positive note for the Northeastern section. Uh, coach Carb, friend of the podcast, coach Nick Carpinito. He uh, was invited to the Washington Capitals development camp, and he's been down there. That's so awesome. It's great for him. His wife's probably not thrilled because they have two kids under three, <laughs> but good. For oh him. no. Yeah. Yeah. So good for him. He spent his, uh, 4th of july down there so uh beer league you got beer league anything for beer league
0: yeah i went uh, oh, wait wait
1: wait. if you got beer league uh, i gotta play the hey, music can you uh here, can buddy. you play the music brownie yeah thanks buddy yep.
0: <laughs> go ahead bud uh so as as many of you may know from the previous episode of the morning skate I am, in fact, the zero, the zero yeah. uh, from from last week for Brownie, uh, and I I, I want to give a shout out to the guys that I played with in this tournament uh, down here. Um, for it, they're they're I'm assuming pretty popular in most metropolitan areas, but it's called Guns and Hoses here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. There are uh, serve or not service members, but first responders leagues, and then you know civilian leagues. But all proceeds go to the families of fallen fire and police officers. It's very cool. Uh, but that being said, I had an atrocious showing. Uh, I got my wrist sliced open by a skate. Uh, great you know, great any, pictures, though. Anything for the team. Great pictures. Um, yeah. You guys might have heard about them uh, from last week's episode. No, no. Uh, I, mean, I
1: Great pictures of the cut.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we're healing up nicely. We got a little we're gonna have a scar. Right. It's gonna yeah. be great. Part of the tattoo is missing, but it's gonna be great. Um, I want to give a shout out to my 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 boys, uh, my team wada hockey because I I played that clip for them and they said, Who who the fuck is this guy? Where's he <laughs> what's his problem? And I'm like, guys, guys, it's it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. They were ready to go to war. Uh, and I'm like, I
1: prefaced made sure
0: I made yeah. sure to, to add that in the clip. I thought it was funny. I was damn near in tears laughing at it because I know how riled up you got about it. Um But yeah, I, I didn't do a damn thing in that tournament. And then I go and play uh, in, in a uh, Monday night drop in here in, in this area. But it's more like the um, it's like the, the Saturday game for Mystery Alaska, where it's like yeah. you're playing the same people every week. Yep. Um, yeah. you're almost always on the same team and out of nowhere, put up four goals and one assist. And I'm nice, like, buddy. All, I, all weekend couldn't do a damn thing. And I go and skate and I'm like, Oh, Oh, there's, I found my edges. Now I got edges and now I'm uh, okay, I'm, I'm crashing the net and I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I'm anyway, that's really all I have. I just thought it was, I had to give them a shout out because Hold I thought up, it was great. hilarious when that clip played and they were like, who's this guy? Where's he at? <laughs> like settle down, settle down.
1: That's awesome. Uh, I we uh skate was canceled because of the holiday, so there was no ah,
0: skate, so. ah, bummer.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. All right, so what do we got left? We got uh, I gotta get out of this. We got uh, heroes and zeros, and then three stars, two more heroes and zeros right there.
0: Here we go. Play it. Mur- What do you got, buddy? Just phenomenal videography. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do we want to start off with? Zeroes or heroes first?
1: I personally like to go zero, then hero, and leave on a high note. Uh, Ked sometimes comes in pretty hot, so you know, it's up to you. Uh,
0: for me, I'm just gonna go real quick. Zero is uh, the weather. We are recording some of the hottest days that we've had as a planet, a planet. yeah, literally. And um, you know, I'm I, I've, my friends will say that they've heard me say this before. I'm built like a Yeti cooler. I retain temperature. And so if it's hot, I'm hot and I yeah. stay hot for a while. So, so, your,
1: so your hero is Gold Bond?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're, <laughs> I, I've got two deodorant sticks. You guys can figure it out. Um, but that's really the only zero I have. Uh, you know, it's, everything's been pretty, pretty kosher other than that. So only one zero and it's just this heat, man. I can't do it.
1: So my zero is, I think I talked about in the last podcast with our, uh, fireworks, the boom crew, right. And Mm -hmm. the thousands of dollars of fireworks. If you live on the South shore of Massachusetts, where the third is the big night and you have a house on the fucking seawall, (laughs) deal with the fucking fireworks if some uh, if another fucking donkey comes out on his fucking deck and is like can you move further down the beach i am (laughs) shooting the firework onto your deck next year so you're the zero (laughs) so that was that was my only thing and i did the math and i apparently while shooting off fireworks i think i put away a 12 pack of bud heavies along with room temperature fireball nips so america my, yeah, my, I walked up the, uh, I came up the stairs, uh, I came up the stairs from the beach and apparently my wife looked at me. She told me the next day and she went, Oh boy,
0: you're gonna be <laughs> in one, you're gonna be in one tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, luckily the next day was rainy. So, oh, there you go. Leave up our hero, bud. Uh,
0: hero, I think I can speak for both of us, America. Uh, sure. but the big hero for me, and I'm, I'm sounding repetitive, Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. brought back the volcano menu. It's been a glorious ride. I've had four times since it came out last week. I'm not ashamed to say that. burn a lot of calories when I'm skating. So thank you, Taco Bell, for doing me the service of bringing back my childhood taste buds and me realizing that I've liked the same shit for over 20 years now.
1: So I'm looking for the thing from Ked because he texted me the order. Here it is. How much is this going to be horrible? Uh,
0: It's going to be so good.
1: I'm looking for it here. A cheesy gordita crunch.
0: One of the best things on the menu.
1: A volcanic burrito, which looks horrifying. Amazing. A crunch wrap supreme.
0: Unbelievable.
1: And Baja Blast.
0: I mean, just a drink of choice.
1: So I, I'm. can I get this stuff without sour cream and guacamole?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but Both I understand.
1: Me. Both disgust me. I can't. Fair. I'm a purist. Uh,
0: I I uh I can't speak highly enough for that order. Ked uh, Ked just made himself a hero of the week with that that order. Um but I would I would recommend also getting the volcano taco. That's the picture I sent I might, earlier of I might the get red the tortilla. Volcano
1: taco instead of the vol- cuz the volcano that volcanic burrito, I honestly looked at a picture of it and I had like a moment of dry heave and I'm like I don't know if I I don't know if I'm going to be able to even unwrap that without vomiting.
0: It's in a tortilla, so you don't really see it. And and no, you know like
1: what? I've the packet, like the whole idea, like because oh, I so go good. to a great burrito place and they're so good. And I don't want this to turn me off on burritos. So I think I might I would- do your taco instead. That's and fair. Call me a pussy all you want, but
0: that's fair. I mean, I'm just going to say this Brownie and we can move on to the three stars. Everyone's beautiful in the dark. So just turn the lights off. And <laughs> <you know>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the plus side is I know the chickens will eat it when I, when I vomit and then give them the rest of the <laughs> rest of the meal. Cause they eat everything. My hero though, is the, have you seen this giant orb on the Vegas strip? Yes, absolutely. That's my hero. Cause number one, it's cool as shit. And number two, every these fucking morons are getting in accidents, watching it while they're driving. So, <laughs> god whoever put that thing up there good on you you're my hero of the week because that thing's awesome that (laughs) thing is fantastic i'd be enraged if i was in the traffic but uh oh yeah i think it's hilarious because i'm not so at least you have something to look at yeah sure all right here we go three stars
0: Those videos will never get old.
1: <laughs> so he didn't tell me he was putting those in until we were recording. I was oh, that's... like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: that's amazing.
1: Because uh, we we went over there and did all those. And uh, the woman who runs the rink listens to the podcast. Shout out, Paula. Um, and she was like, yeah, do whatever you want. We were on the ice for like two hours doing all this ridiculous stuff, me and my buddy. Um yeah so oh, i got another zero actually hey johnny if you listen to this recording you're another zero he calls me today on his drive to connecticut and he goes hey uh i just listened to the podcast and i was roaring laughter and i'm like oh yeah i enjoyed <laughs> it, man. i appreciate that he goes he goes yeah he goes i've only listened to it a couple of times i'm like you fucking dick and he's like <laughs> he's like well it's really funny and i'm like so therefore watch it more, rate it, subscribe, you know, and he's like, all right, all right. So that
0: goes out to all you listening.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the three stars is in honor of Harrison Ford putting on the old fedora uh, yet again as Indiana Jones, no spoilers. Um, we said, what are some, uh, our top three uh, historic repetitive s- cinematic characters? Liz, I immediately was like, oh, my favorite character would be Jack Walsh from Midnight Run, but it's a solo shot, so can't have him. So we did uh, – do you have any honorable mentions?
0: Not that I can think of because, well
1: – Well, we'll do the honorable mentions after. And then yeah, yeah, can yeah. If anything, if
0: anything pops up, yeah.
1: All right, good. Who's your number three, bud? Uh,
0: number three – uh, these are all going to be nerdy. I, I nerd out on all of the the, the movies. Yeah. Uh, Number three, and this might be a bit of an unpopular opinion, but it's going to be Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. Okay. Because he was obviously kind of shunned. They said that, you know, he didn't do a great job. He was given a bad script, what have you. And then he was welcomed back. Um, I don't know if you're hip to jive with the Star Wars lore or watched any of the shows, but, you know, he, he made a return. As Darth Vader in the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series that Disney Plus came out with, and there was a very, very, uh, like, kind of crucial scene where they kind of met again, and uh, it was it was really cool. So him reprising his role and being Anakin Skywalker, then turning into Darth Vader, and then bringing him back as Darth Vader was a really cool kind of homage, and I thought that was badass.
1: So we, so you're you're saying that you're. Your third star is Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader, not just Darth Vader. Uh,
0: because yeah. I have
1: Darth Vader he, in my honorable mentions because he's a great character.
0: I'll go with that because he started off as Anakin Skywalker, so we okay. we knew you knew what he was going to end up as, yeah. but he built the character up until it happened, and then with the recent Obi Wan series, they brought him back and put him in the Darth Vader suit again, let him go, and and it was cool. It was cool to see.
1: Is that Obi Wan series worth watching if you haven't kept up with Star Wars? Like like I've seen all the Marvel stuff, so I know all the backstories, but I yeah. haven't kept up with Star Wars. But I do like Ewan McGregor.
0: Uh if you have watched the quote unquote one, two, three, the Phantom Menace, uh, attack of the Claw, I don't know what was which one it was, and then the Revenge of the Sith, the ones that came out in like the early two thousands yep. with Ewan McGregor. Um, and then you know how it kind of goes into the classic. Star Wars trilogy, um, it it bridges that gap of what happens with Obi Wan and what happens with Darth Vader, um, kind of going through that. So it's worth a watch. If I would say maybe go watch those movies again and then kind of refresh your memory, um, it'll be a lot cooler to see. Uh, but it was it was a, it was a fun watch.
1: Okay. Uh, so my number three star is a completely different direction than yours. Okay, I'm going with uh my man Keanu Reeves, John Wick.
0: Oh, great, great choice.
1: John Wick is one of the best characters because this entire thing is because they killed his dog.
0: Yeah, you don't do that,
1: and I can get behind that. So, same. John Wick. I mean, I love Keanu Reeves. What a guy! Hockey guy too. Uh, I, I tried to find his like social media stuff to see if I could get him to come on the podcast to talk about hockey, <laughs> and he has nothing. He has none.
0: No, and and for those that are curious as to why he'd be interested in hockey, not only did he play growing up, but he played the goalie um, in um, Youngblood. Young Blood. Yep, uh, and he had one line, I believe, and it was that man is fucking Mal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead with number uh,
0: two. Glenn. Number two, I've debated on switching number one and two, but because and we've said this word twice already, so I'm going to say it a third time. The gravitas behind my number one pick will will make sense, but number oh, two for me, my
1: number one pick is very different
0: than yours. Then go ahead. <laughs> probably my my number two pick, uh, and and sticking with the nerd theme, uh, Michael Keaton, Batman. Is that yeah, what that you My
1: number two. All right, I'm gonna have to go to a different one then.
0: You can have Ben Affleck. <laughs>
1: no, no, Michael Keaton's my Batman.
0: But yeah, I have not seen The Flash. I it, it was in the preview, so you know he comes yeah. back. Yeah. Um but that Batman 1989 and then Batman Returns in 92 or just it probably shaped my childhood as far as like superheroes and, and realizing how much I was into him.
1: He is an underrated actor. I mean he gets the acclaim now uh for that Birdman movie.
0: Yeah. But but, but he when he came out. String, yeah. A
1: string of hits like uh
0: Multiplicity uh, was a really good one.
1: Mr. Mom uh, Gung ho. He just night shift. You ever seen Night mm-hmm. Shift? Oh, I have. Just, yeah. He's he's unbelievable. All right. So I'm gonna have to pivot here.
0: And he was uh, chastised. The, he was heavily chastised for taking that role as Batman because he had played so many comedic roles, and people were like, yeah. "He can't play. He can't play Batman." And then he essentially shaped what people wanted to see him in as Batman.
1: Yeah. So I had him as my number two also. So I'm gonna pivot. Right. I'm gonna go to the Rocky movie universe. The extended okay. rock universe, and I'm not going to go Balboa and I'm not going to go Creed. I would have gone Clubber Lang if he had been in a, another movie, mm-hmm. uh, because he was fucking awesome. Uh, I am going with Pauly for my number two.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to go curveball and give me Ivan Drago when he came back.
1: I thought about Drago, but he there wasn't much to his character, you know, right? Pauly had a real arc, you know, and yeah. One of the best lines in all of the Rocky movies when he's like, "If I could unzip my skin and step out, and be anybody else, I'd be new <laughs> Rocco." And then when uh, Rocky's getting his head caved in, he's like, "Remember what I said?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Forget it." And it was just—he <laughs> had the 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 driest delivery. Burt Young is the actor's name. I don't know if he's still alive, but he was fucking great. So I'm gonna go with Polly But there you go.
0: All right, number one, sticking with the nerd theme, and I mm-hmm. think my uh, my my nerd my nerd fans and my uh, my fellow Marvel fans will appreciate this uh, because it's just down roots. Like it is the quintessential appearance up until he passed away, Stanley in mm-hmm. every single Marvel movie. He may have not played the same character. There was some theories that he was a, a watcher of sorts, and then yep. they kind of tied it. Um, but you can't. You cannot have Marvel without Stan Lee. And yep. for him to to be in every single movie in some way, shape, or form up until he passed away it was just it was phenomenal. And so, you know, you always went to a Marvel movie when he was around going, all right, when, when are we gonna yeah, see where him? Where am I gonna see him? Right. So so he's the number one for me.
1: I will say that in terms of Marvel, I feel like they've casted everybody pretty spot on. I think yeah. they've done an excellent job with every actor. Uh, including, uh, uh, Brie Larson as, uh, Marvel. Yeah. Marvel, you know, I think they've done an excellent job. I do, I do respect that choice and it kind of ties into my number one. Okay. Uh, my number one is a duo, Okay. uh, Jay and silent Bob. They're my, they're my favorite. Favorite cinematic characters. Yeah, if you follow me on socials, you saw me and my daughter went to the quick stop. We went to their comic <laughs> book store. She wanted a comic book, and come hella high water, she was buying her first fucking comic at Kevin Smith's comic book store. Which um, that's
0: that reality show they did with them. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it follows the comic book store and their staff. Oh, and yeah, yeah, because they did a, a
1: podcast from there. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, they have a whole back room with the podcast. Uh but in Captain Marvel when Stan Lee is on the bus, when she's trying to figure out who's a crow, mm-hmm. he is reading the script of Clerks, which is Kevin Smith.
0: There you go. We tied we didn't it all pl- we didn't plan this. We didn't plan this. No, we this, did not plan way. this.
1: We did not plan this, because we never share the three stars. But yeah, uh, Stan Lee was very featured in a lot of uh, Kevin Smith films as well, and referenced. Yep. Um, all right, I'm just going to buzz through these These are my honorable mentions. Uh, Keanu Reeves, yet again, is Neo. Mm -hmm. Uh, We talked about the Rocky actors. Uh, The Wet Bandits, Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci. Oh, yeah. They were great. Christian Bale would be my number two Batman. Uh, Pete Mitchell, Maverick.
0: I was going to say that was my honorable mention.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ethan Hunt, also, in the Mission Impossible movies, because... That guy is going to die sometime on screen trying to entertain us, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I, I think he's a lunatic and he is part of a cult, but goddamn, yep. he makes entertaining movies. He is entertaining as hell.
0: Which, by uh, the way, uh, the I'll say uh, a hopeful, honorable mention, um, is his reprisal. I don't know if you've seen this, it's cold trickle because they're apparently well, yeah, looking yeah, to yeah, develop Days of, Days of Thunder, yeah, yeah,
1: which is great, great movie, love that movie. Um, uh Marty McFly, Michael J Fox. Of course. Uh John McClane. From Die Hard's. And then the last one, this came to me cuz I saw uh something of him. Uh Beverly Hills cop man, Axel Foley. <laughs> Eddie Murphy was that was that was a that people don't realize that movie like kind of re uh shifted the buddy cop comedy. Mhm. It was a groundbreaking role for Eddie Murphy. Yeah, so.
0: I, I, I have two honorable mentions, and they're from the same franchise, just because I was a sucker for these movies, and I still yep. am to this day. Um, one before he passed away, Paul Walker as uh, oh. Brian from Fast and Furious, and then of course he's been in every, every single one, even Tokyo Drift, Vin Diesel family.
1: Yeah. Dom Toretta. Right. And that's yeah. Family. Yeah. yeah. Those movies are so out of control at this they point. They're
0: ridiculous.
1: Oh, oh, my last one too. I almost forgot. And the only reason I remembered is because I could see the skull bong that I made out of a bottle of tequila, which I've named after this guy, Peter Venkman from the Ghostbusters franchise.
0: Oh, yeah. God, they ruined that. They ruined that. They're
1: movie. making a, you know, there's another one. The movie's done. too yeah. Do.
0: yeah. So, well, so. I, uh, I could go on and on, but we're almost to two hours. Sorry, Ted, we Ted we, we is
1: fucking skin crawling right now because we're at almost two hours. Yeah. So hey,
0: it was free agent frenzy. We had to go over every team a and lot. all the news.
1: There was a lot. There was a lot. So Fink, you got anything for the end for the people?
0: Uh just thanks for having me again. Um, just uh, all shout out to Ked, support to him. Yeah. Uh if you are looking for Texas hockey at Wada Hockey on all social media platforms, and you can find me on Great Threads. Gear.
1: Great gear. Yes, you you can find me on threads as well. And uh, (laughs) I just got a text from Alina Mueller. No big deal. No big (laughs) deal. But uh, as always, shout out to the big guy, Jerome McGinley. Hope you had a great birthday. And I really would hope that you would fix your franchise for uh, all the, uh, the Flame fans out there. And I count myself as one of them. That's my Western Conference team.
0: I love Jerome McGinley. If anyone has an extra blasty jersey from Jerome McGinley era, please let me know. (laughs)
1: well thanks everybody for sticking with us and uh we will see you next week back with uh with keds keds Ketter, and um yeah that's it for us uh have a good night thanks everybody thanks now i gotta figure out how to stop
0: and Uh, record top right
1: there it is well i had the full screen man get off my back (laughs) all right thanks everybody (laughs)